Welcome to the Room 102 podcast. I'm Mr. Roth, and I teach at Franklin Steam Academy in Champaign, Illinois. <clears throat> this podcast is for any middle school science student who wants to learn middle school science during long breaks from school. So let's go ahead and get started. Today's episode is about the mathematical mathematical computation of density. Last time we talked about mass, volume, density, how they're related. Let's break that down a little bit more. Mass. Uh, divided by volume is the equation to find something's density. So you can find out how compact something is by taking its mass and dividing by its volume. This creates a fraction with the numerator being the the mass and the denominator being the volume. Now, mass is how much material something has. A lot of people will tell you how mass is how much something weighs. That's true only if you're within the same gravitational reference frame all the time. But that's not always true. Um, It turns out that if you have uh, more gravity, something will weigh more, something will put more force down in an area uh, as opposed to somewhere that has less gravity. Whereas, uh, where is there less gravity? Well, um, different planets and moons and things have less gravity because they have less material, less mass, actually. Um, And then uh, if you are uh, moving against the gravitational field or with the gravitational field of Earth, i.e. if you're falling toward Earth, um, things don't have as much gravitational pull because gravity is already acting in one direction um, while you're uh, accelerating. What does this mean? Uh, This means that mass really is more about the number of molecules something has. So mass sort of takes out the gravitational part of weight. Weight is measured in force. Mass is measured in amount. Why do we use mass for density? Because you can take an object and make it seem more dense if you were to add more gravity to the field with which you're measuring the object. So uh, since density has nothing to do with gravity, we take the weight part out of it and we just use mass. What is volume? Volume is the amount of space something takes up. Um, So something can have only a few molecules, but if those molecules are really spread out, it takes up a lot of space. If the molecules are very close to each other, it doesn't take up as much space. We measure volume typically in cubic centimeters, but you can really measure volume. um, You don't have to use cubes. We use cubes because they're convenient, because it's basically a square spread out over an even area. Um, You could use cubic inches. You could use uh, cubic feet. You could use cubic miles. You could even, if you really wanted to, use cubic parsecs, but no one would ever do that because a parsec is really, really long. Um, So when we calculate density, there's really something convenient called the density triangle. Um, My at-home challenge for you this week. Um, If you don't want to do the lab that we're going to talk about on Wednesday, if you um, want to try something else and be a little bit different, what you could do is you could try to find something called the density triangle. The density triangle allows you to calculate density without doing any of the the algebra that goes into um, using the density equation. So, What you could do is find a piece of metal in your house. Uh, Ball bearing works really well. Um, The bigger the object, the harder this will be to do. Um, You would take that object and you would find a scale to weigh it. So let's say you're doing like a golf club and you know the golf club is made out of steel. Uh, You look up the density of steel on your computer. Then you stand on a scale, uh, see how much you weigh. Then get off the scale, grab the golf club, go back onto the scale and see how much uh, the scale increases. That's how much the golf club weighs. 
Um, so you have the density of the golf club, you have the uh, uh, mass of the golf club, but wait, you don't have the volume. Well, instead of taking a ruler and trying to measure around all the different angles of the golf club, what you could do is use the density triangle. If you find the density triangle, you'll see that it's a triangle with an M on the top, that's mass. And then on the bottom, uh, the other two corners, there's a D and a V. If you cover up what you're looking for, it tells you how to perform the mathematical operation. So if you're trying to find the volume, uh, if you cover up the V on the density triangle, you'll see that the M is at the top of the triangle and there's a D at the bottom of the triangle. So you know that to find the volume of your you know, golf club or whatever thing you're trying to find the volume of, you just take the mass and you divide it by the volume. If you had to see something else where you were trying to find the mass of the golf club because you know its volume and its density, cover up the M at the top, what's left? A D and a V at the bottom. So it's D times V. It's density times the volume. That gets you the math, the mass. That allows you to do some of the calculations with density without having to like do all the algebra that comes with it. That's your at-home challenge is if you can find an object where you know the density of the object, uh, you try to weigh it on your at-home scale and see if you can find its volume. If someone actually does this and comes up with any numbers because they found the density triangle, they found the density of one of the objects at home, and you want to tell us about it, send me a voice message for this podcast. Um, one other fact I'll leave you with about density before we end this episode, um, which uh, this episode's tough because you're listening to me talk about how to do math. That's a really hard thing to do. So if you can't do that, if you can't do the at-home challenge, please don't worry about it. Just listening to this podcast, knowing that density is the thing, talking about numerators and denominators and mass versus volume, that still has value even if you can't do those calculations at home. I'll also do some calculations for you on Friday so that um, you can get some practice with this without having to have access to a computer. Finally, um, to end the podcast, what I'd like to tell you is a fact that was just going to lead us to our joke. The fact is that, um, you know, we talked about last time, just because something's small doesn't mean it doesn't have a lot of density. Well, just because something's big doesn't mean it does have a lot of density. If something can be really, really big, but if the material is really spread out, like, oh, let's say a gas planet, then yeah, it would weigh a lot because it's so big, but that doesn't mean that it's dense. So just because something is big and weighs a lot doesn't mean it's very dense. Uh, heck, an aircraft carrier can float in water, which means an aircraft carrier is less dense than water, even though an aircraft carrier, a, a ship basically, is really, really heavy. What's something that's really, really big but could still float in water? The planet Saturn. Yes, the planet Saturn is a gas planet, and it's so big, and its material is so spread out, it would float in your bathtub, which leads me to the joke that even if you could do this experiment and float Saturn in your bathtub, you wouldn't want to because it would leave rings around your tub. Ah, Oh, what a great joke to end on for today. So uh, if you hated this episode about math, I don't blame you. Listening to someone talk about math is really, really hard to do. If you did enjoy this episode and want to do some research, maybe research uh, some densities and materials that are in your home and see if you can find the density triangle. I think you'll find it very, very useful. Uh, I hope you guys have a great day. And as always, please stay safe.